0: What's up everybody, welcome back to Remember the Game, it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, thank you so much for listening. This week it is episode 109. And we are talking Blades of Steel, Blades of Steel, for the, I cannot not hear that in my head whenever I say that name, uh, for the original NES, you guys, hockey is back, the NHL is back, the playoffs are in full swing, uh, for those of you that care, and they're showing like six hockey games a day right now, it's fucking awesome, um, and I'm a little hesitant whenever it comes to posting a sports game episode, be it hockey or wrestling or whatever, uh, because I know it's kind of a niche audience and not everyone's into the sports, but I guess at the same time, so is Zelda, Pokemon, Sonic, RPGs, probably anything that's not GoldenEye or Mario is, is has got some form of a niche audience. So, uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you're into sports. I'm trying to please everyone. I'm trying to keep y'all happy. Uh, So today my buddy Daniel and I are going to talk Blades of Steel from the original NES because it is fucking awesome. And it's crazy because last week we did Final Fantasy 1 from the NES which came out in 1987 and I said how much I love doing games from the 80s. This game also came out in 1987. So 87 was a good year. Uh, Blades of Steel and Final Fantasy. I have no idea what the fuck else happened in 1987. I was like... Three or four years old. But not, that's not the point. The point is it's awesome. Uh, so we're going to get into Blades of Steel in just a few minutes before we do that. I'm going to rant. You guys know that by now. You know how the show works. And, uh, and speaking of ranting, and this wasn't something I initially planned to bring up, but speaking of ranting, the Echo the Dolphin episode of our podcast, which I believe is number 85. So if you're one of the new listeners to the show, that one was from like half a year ago now, uh, haunts me. It just, it keeps popping up just every once in a while. One of you guys will send me a random thing, a fucking picture of Echo or like, hey, do a let's play of Echo or here's this stupid fish. And it happened this past week. Shout out to Professor Pepsi on Instagram. Uh, Professor was out, I assume, game shopping or something. And it looks like they were at a retro game store and they saw a shelf full of Echo the Dolphin for the Sega CD. And he just shot a video. I assume you're a he, maybe a she. Uh, but they just, the professor shot a video just zooming in and out of fucking the Echo the Dolphin things and sent it to me. And it it just, it cracked me up because I'll never escape that game. I hate that. I fucking despise that game so much and I'll never get away from it. So if you really like the profanity laced episodes of the show and you haven't heard the Echo the Dolphin episode, go back and check it out. It's probably worth your time. Uh, I promise. So, and on that note of awful games, uh, that's going to be a nice segue. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of Expansion Pass, our Patreon exclusive weekly podcast, uh, which was all about Paper Mario and the Origami King. It's about uh, the episode's a little over an hour long, and it's about three quarters of us uh, of it is a spoiler free review, and then I tie it up at the end with about a 15-minute long spoiler cast where I go over the story and stuff like that. So if you're on the fence, you just want to hear me get mad if you don't know if you can play it, you can listen to this episode, most of it, and not have anything spoiled. And you should. You should listen to it, which you can do by supporting us on Patreon, just like our newest Patreon supporters, Bearded XP, Wyman Brooks, and Bradley McHugh have done. So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. I really appreciate that. We're creeping up on 100 Patreons. Uh, which is a pretty big deal to me. That's really rad. So I appreciate it so much. And I'm telling you guys, I know it's a sales plug. It's my job now. It's the best time to sign up because they charge you on the first of every month and then the day you sign up. So if you sign up today, it's like August 5th. You get a whole month before you're going to get charged another $2. You can get through all the bonus episodes. Because when you do sign up and support us for 2 bucks, not only are you supporting me and supporting our little show, you get a shout-out on the show like they just did. You get comments. You can submit comments that I will read and talk about on the show. You get access to Expansion Pass, which is our second weekly podcast. There's almost 40 episodes now. Last week was our Paper Mario review. This week will be a ranking episode, and I'll be getting into my favorite NES games of all time and reading off some of your top NES games of all time as well. Um and I also I show a little bit of behind the dirt on those episodes. I give you guys an idea of some upcoming episodes, all that kind of stuff. So if you like me, like the podcast, please consider it. It's only two dollars a month. Patreon.com slash remember the game. And you can hit up our website to see a complete listing of all the episodes. We've done a lot. Like I I'm sorry this is a longer plug, but I just it's literally my job right now, and it's a big. It's, I really think we offer good value for two bucks. I was going over the episodes we've done because I think there's thirty seven or thirty eight available now. We've ranked all the Mario games. We talked about ideas to fix GameStop. We made PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X predictions. We ranked every game we covered on the first hundred episodes of the show. There's tons of game reviews, like Cuphead, Octopath Traveler, Shovel Knight, Last of Us Two, the Final Fantasy Seven remake. I know I plug it every week, but the show has really become a job. I have to try. And I listen to podcasts with Patreons, and I don't sign up for all of them, and I don't support all of them, and I totally get it. But lots of them have thousands of Patreons, and they're rich. We're the little guy, okay? You're supporting the Beatles before they become the Beatles here. So if you're on the fence, I just give it two bucks, give it a shot, listen to some bonus episodes. I'd really, really appreciate it. Uh, oh, yeah, and our Patreon poll is running until Friday. So if you want to get in and vote for one of the games we'll cover next month, you still have time. Okay. Okay. Super sorry for the long plug. Let's get into the fun stuff. Uh, There's actually not a ton of news per se this week. But there is lots I want to talk about. Uh, New Battletoads. Holy fuck, if you haven't seen it yet, a new Battletoads trailer dropped just out of nowhere last week, and it's coming on August 20th, and it's coming to Game Pass if you're on Xbox or PC, and it looks fucking awesome, and I can't wait to play it. Uh, we have ne- we did cover Battletoads and Battle Maniacs way back, like episode 30 or something, um, a couple years ago, and uh, we've never covered the original Battletoads on here uh, i would like to do an episode about it i've played it the problem is i can't get far enough into it to give it a deep review but as i was writing the notes for this episode i thought that like chances are most of you haven't gotten that far into it either so maybe we could do an entire episode about the original battle and it would literally just be up to the speed bikes we could probably just do an episode about the fucking speed bikes um but anyway i would like to do an episode about it eventually so uh but i can't wait to play the new one i know some people have criticized it said it looks a little too cartoony for their tastes um i suppose i understand where you're coming from but i think it looks dope um and with game pass i can try it and if it sucks it sucks it's perfect i cannot wait to get my hands on fucking battletoads man it's been way too long since we got a new battletoads game uh so that's uh, that's pretty big news actually in my opinion uh but i do think the biggest news in the gaming world over the last week 10 14 days whatever uh, has probably been the big Nintendo leak. If you don't know, I'm not going to pretend to understand how it works or go over everything, but somebody leaked a ton, a ton of old files from Nintendo. And it's showing, there's like game concepts, there's ideas that didn't work out, games they were going to make, ideas for games that they did make, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and the thing that seems to be getting the most attention from that leak by a mile Uh, is that Luigi, at one point, was going to be a playable character in Mario 64. Like, his sprites have leaked and stuff like that. People have found it. Some people are already hacking into ROMs of the game online and adding Luigi into it. Nintendo's running around behind them, putting the fires out, stopping them. But they're never going to stop all of it. The internet is unstoppable. It's fucking everywhere. It's the ultimate disease. Um, And I'll tell you, like, I'm torn on this because it sucks for Nintendo because this is stuff they obviously didn't want out there. And I can relate to that. Like I'm a stand-up comedian, and I have jokes that I've written that I would never want anyone to see because they're so fucking just and garbage, bad fucking shit material. I have podcasts I've never released. I've written blogs I've never released. All kinds of us have stuff we've done that we never want anybody to see. So in that aspect, I can feel for Nintendo um, because that really, really sucks that they didn't want them all out there. But that said, as a game fan and as a Nintendo fanboy, it's incredibly interesting to see and i'm ex- I'm, excited I'm, I, I, it fascinates me and with the rumored mario 64 re-release coming next month for mario's anniversary which i still think is coming by the way uh maybe this was something they wanted to include a luigi playthrough i don't know if that's going to end up being the case with a remake or anything like that but it's just fascinating that it leaks a few weeks before these rumored remake. uh you know the it's mario's 35th anniversary is next month and there's a ton of rumor that we're going to see remakes of mario 64 or like a remastering of mario 64 and maybe some other mario games and see them re-released and i'm not saying nintendo leaked this on purpose i don't think they did at all i'm not saying any of that it is just a funny coincidence that this luigi news came out and everyone's talking about mario 64 a few weeks before potentially we see a re-release of mario 64 that's all i'm saying put it on my tinfoil hat i don't know what the case is i'm just saying okay Um, uh, and I got a a letter from one of our, a letter, an email from one of our Patreon supporters talking about this, uh, big, big, OG, big Titus wrote in and he said regarding Luigi and Mario 64, it's kind of sad that there's so much stuff that was created a prototype and won't ever see the light of day. Things like a good chunk of mother three created for the Nintendo 64 disc drive, the original concept for final fantasy seven taking place in New York city and so on and so forth uh i get that it's just design stuff but it's still fascinating to know about and i fucking agree with that 100 percent. i remember seeing pictures of mother 3 which if you don't know is the sequel to earthbound on the nintendo 64 i don't know if they had said it was gonna be for the disc drive or not yet yeah, but i remember i vividly remember having a gaming magazine that had a preview of mother 3 and it had some images from it and stuff and i was so fucking excited i would love to see more stuff about that or the original concepts of final fantasy and and things like that. I I wish companies would release stuff like this more often, like just so we know what you were talking about doing. Like just, it's fascinating to us as fans, right? It's like when you read about a canceled movie or a movie that, you know, what they changed to a plot or a TV show or, or whatever, that kind of shit is just interesting to people, you know? But again, I understand why they don't release it because it's their business and it's stuff. Maybe they want to use it down the road. I get it. It's just, yeah, we all fucking want it as gamers, right? So, and Mario sixty four sucks. So there's a reason that that didn't get released. They probably wanted to keep Luigi out of that cesspool of a game. So there, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, there's a little news on the Series X PlayStation Five front. I'd like to get into that because not a week can go by on a video game podcast without talking about the next gen console. I'll watch at this point, uh, Sony is hosting a State of Play tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday that it drops, I believe they're on Thursday, August 6th, Sony's hosting a State of Play, which is like their Nintendo Directs. It's their video game presentations. They show off upcoming games and stuff. And you would think it would reveal a bunch of PlayStation 5 news, but they have already came out and said during the announcement of the date that there will be no major PlayStation 5 news in the presentation, which admittedly really raised my people's eyebrows a little bit because as much as I like the PS4, what's left... Like, it's, you know, like, it's like, what could you possibly have? Like, we all figured Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 were going to be the PS4 swan song. Like, it's August. The PlayStation 5 is probably coming out in November. So you've got about three months for whatever you're going to show off at this thing. What could you possibly have in the vault, aside from stuff like Crash Bandicoot 4, the Tony Hawk remakes, like the multi-platform stuff like that, 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 that's going to come out? What could you possibly be waiting on? Like... And I'm worried because they're going to get, they're going to see some backlash for this. No matter, they could literally come out and announce fucking Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 4 available today. And there would be people angry that it's not PlayStation 5 news, okay? They'd be angry because A, it's the internet, and if you're not complaining, you're doing it wrong. And B, people want PlayStation 5 news! Like I know not everybody adapts to next generation hardware right away. I totally get that. I don't always do that either. I fuck, I totally get it. I totally get it. And if we fucking knew when we get the PlayStation 5 and what it would cost us, this wouldn't be a big deal. And nobody would care. Let's just say for argument's sake, they had already said the PlayStation 5 is coming out on November nineteenth and it's gonna be four hundred bucks or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just to say we had that information. And then they did this and said, but hey, That's still four months away. We know a ton of you have PlayStation 4s. And here's what we have for you. Nobody would be that upset. But when you fucking have just been teasing this console for like a year. And you still won't give us information. And now you're just going to give us information on the old console. That people are ready to move on from. I don't get it. I don't get what the fuck is happening. This game of chicken between Microsoft and Sony and the next gen consoles and their pricing and their release dates is shifting from fascinating to aggravating and fucking ridiculous. And I'm not going to show you guys my tax returns or anything, insert Trump joke here, but I've, my income has taken a pounding with COVID canceling comedy. So I have to be very budget conscious of what I'm doing with my gaming hobby. I've had some side gigs and I've got a little bit of other stuff going on and I'm just socking away little bits of cash where I can planning to save up for at least one of these new consoles. And if you have the cash to buy one or two, maybe not knowing when they're coming or how much they're going to be is as big a deal because you've got the cash and you're just going to buy it. No worries there. But I know there are a lot of gamers in the same spot I am, where a potential $500 console is a huge purchase. And if Sony and Microsoft want us to have money available day one for their systems, you've got to give us a fucking target to reach for. I don't get it. Like, it just, I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Like we all know one's going to announce a price, then the other one will try to undercut it. And we it happens every fucking time. We all know it's coming. I get the hesitation from both of you to go first because you're just showing your hand and then the other person could counterattack. But I just don't know how much longer they can go without blinking. I don't get it. And I guess you could counter argue that a lot of gamers already know which system they want, if any, and it doesn't matter when, when the shit gets released. If you know, you're going to get a PlayStation five, or you know, you're going to get an Xbox series X, there's probably nothing that one can do to convince you to go to the other side. So maybe you don't care as much as that, but even then you still have to have money put aside for the system and maybe a game or another controller or whatever, right? Half of me hopes that neither company blinks until release day just fucking right up till the day of and then just and now nobody has time to count or anything because i am part of really there's a morbid part of me really enjoying this staring contest between sony and microsoft but the other half of me the much bigger half of me i guess that doesn't make sense but there's a bigger part of me that's socking away ten dollar bills like a 12 year old saving his paper route money and i want to know how many goddamn or 10 year old their ten dollar bills i need to sock away I still think by the end of August, we'll know. I think we'll know when they're coming out. I think we'll be able to make pre-orders. I think we know how much they're going to cost. Sony says they are dropping any information tomorrow, but Microsoft has already said they're doing monthly presentations until the Series X comes out. I think we'll have pricing by the time their August presentation is over. That's what I think. And as soon as one reveals it, the other one, within 48 hours, the other one will reveal, and then the floodgates will open. Because if you're the other company, say Microsoft came out, I'm just saying, on August 15th and was like, here's how much the Series X is, here's where you can, or here's when it's coming out, you can pre-order it today. Sony can't sit on their hands for very long because people are going to spend their money on the Series X. You've got to get out there. So once one happens, the other one will happen. It's just so fucking irritating. Come on. And I bet your money goes, that Microsoft goes first. I would lay money that Microsoft goes first. Because Sony will do that little sneaky fucking weasel thing. And I'm not a, I'm not, shut the fuck up. I'm not a fanboy. I like both systems, but you know what's going to happen. So anyway, enough of that. The last thing I wanted to talk about before I get into what I've been playing, uh, is, uh, something I posted on Twitter last week. I saw somebody tweet about Bioshock and uh, I replied to it saying that the Bioshock games are at the very top of my, I want to replay these someday, but I don't know if I'll ever have time list. Um, And I think most of us have a list like that, just games that we'd love to go back to, but we just don't know if we ever will make the time to do it, right? I know personally, the Bioshock trilogy is right at the top of mine. Fire Emblem Three Houses I would love to play through again. Uh, Final Fantasy IX is the other one that I would love to play through again. And having them all on Switch, I suppose it slightly increases the chance that I'll replay them because I could do it while I'm watching TV, but I still don't know if I ever will. Uh, So I put the question out to our Patreons. What game do you want to go back to but don't know if you ever will? We got some answers, and because we got some answers that I want to share with you guys, it's letter time, it's letter time, but it's plural this week because I have a few that I want to read. Uh, Doug Dorn said, for me, it's... It's the current leader on your Patreon poll vote. I would love to play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas once more time. Go through the story mode again. But between a full-time job and a young family, it's realistically never going to happen. Uh, GTA San Andreas was a runner-up on our previous Patreon polls. So I put it up again, and it's one of the leaders right now. I know you guys want it. I have to play it eventually. I'm dreading it because I know it's going to be so fucking long. Um, but I totally get how it'd be tough even if you love it to go back and play it again because it's a long game. Plus, you don't want to play that in front of the kids. That's not Mario or something like that. So that is a tough one to go back and play again. Gary C. wrote in and says, some of the best game experiences for me were the PS3, Xbox 360 era, Far Cry 2, Red Dead, Skyrim, Mass Effect 1 and 2. These are just a handful of games I would love to play through again, but you're talking hours and hours that I will probably never have. Oh, and Freedom Fighters on the PS2. I love that game. Uh, yeah, I would, like Far Cry 3 personally is my Far Cry game, but like Far Cry 3 Mass Effect 2 would be on my list. I would love to play those again, but fuck me. They're so big. Like I've mentioned it on the show before, but that's one of the things I like about retro games is that so many of the greats are like five to 10 hours long. If you're not talking the RPGs and stuff and you can just inhale them in an afternoon, right? Like realistically, you could play through Super Mario World, the Sonic the Hedgehog trilogy, Donkey Kong Country and Link to the Past in the time that a Mass Effect playthrough would take. Right, And it's like, how the fuck do I justify going and putting 30 or 40 hours into Mass Effect again? As great as Mass Effect 2 in particular is. Put them on Switch! I can't believe those games are on Switch. That would make it so much easier. The PS3 and the Xbox 360 era as a whole, like they were great. I have a lot of games from those eras that I love. But I really feel like that was the generation where value equals length when it comes to games really took a stranglehold on the industry. And now it feels like every game has to be 40 hours long. If it's full price or everyone's going to get mad. And it really just sours me on going back to replay them. So, and then a couple of people wrote in and they had, different takes there's games they want to go that they they, they've played before that they would like to go back and play again but they won't for a couple of other reasons that i never really thought of to be honest with you Mackenzie wheeler wrote in and said i wish i could play outer wilds not to be confused with the outer Worlds again but due to the nature of it being a puzzle mystery exploration game, it wouldn't be the same. It took me more than 20 hours to uncover the mystery the first time, but once you know the secrets of the game, it can be finished in under 30 minutes. And I really like this take because I 100% understand it. There are some games where you play through them once and you'd love to play them again, but it just won't be the same. Puzzle games are brutal for that. Outer Wilds. I don't know if you played The Witness. That was a great puzzle game, but there's no reason to play it again because you know how to solve all the puzzles. Stuff like Lemmings, The Lost Vikings. Right? Like it's just when a game is purely story or specifically puzzles, because at least a story game, like I'm thinking um, Until Dawn or fucking, what was it? Heavy Rain? Is that the name of it? I think it was. It was like a cinematic puzzle or like story game on the PlayStation 3. At least they have like alternate paths to go to. Maybe we could see like a different take on the story. But when a game is based purely around puzzles, it can be very difficult to go through and play again because you're just going through the motions at that point. Um, I think that would be a fun discussion. Games you wish you could play again for the first time. We should do that soon. And then Bearded XP wrote in with another take, and he said, I really want to play Mega Man Legends again, but I just don't know if I'll have time. I need more motivation to do it. It was a game I had when I was little, and it amazed me, or I was just amazed about it. I'm curious to know how it would hold up to the memories. I actually think I will play it. And this is the other concern with going back to an old game that worries me about a few games as well, is that it might not be as good as you remember. That would be a fun discussion too. I know that's a big problem. I have the original 80s uh, Turtles cartoon set. I got it for Christmas a few years ago and I've been trying to watch them, not like religiously, but I do watch them. And they just, like they, they're one of those things that I'm like, maybe this was better left in the past. You know, I I love my Ninja Turtles, but I'm like, I don't know if I ever need to watch this again. And there are certainly games like that that worry, like F-Zero was like that. I fired up F-Zero, my Super Nintendo and it still is fun. The music's cool, but I'm like, this has not aged. like this has been done a lot better and the mario kart is better than this frankly turtles 2 on the nes i don't think has aged all that. it's still fun but it gets boring really quick i don't think it's aged that well goldeneye has probably aged fucking terribly like i'm worried about playing like a no mercy and finding out it hasn't aged well um the games you adored as a kid but they're just not as fun now uh so i totally get that this discussion could go on forever there's lots of reasons not to play those games uh, so great takes. Thanks a lot for the feedback guys. I was, I was very curious to see what we'd hear about on that. And it's like, I'm sure everybody has games. They want to go back and play, but don't for either time or fear. They won't be as good or you just for whatever reason. So, uh, what are we at? Fuck 22 minutes. Shut up Adam. Okay. Uh, let me get into what I've been playing and then we'll talk about some steel blades. Uh, I actually have been playing a lot. If you haven't seen it on my Instagram or anything, we ended up rearranging a bunch of our house last week and I kind of redid the whole podcast room slash gaming room. And, uh, with hockey being on all day, I have a TV and a monitor side by side on my TV stand and it's been rad because I'll just put TV on the, or i put hockey on the monitor and then just play my Super Nintendo Classic or whatever on my TV and I've just been inhaling games. I finished Paper Mario. It was whatever. You listen to the expansion pass all about it. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Emerald over the last week i'm really enjoying it i'm waist deep into it now it's just classic vintage pokemon it's the perfect game to play while you watch hockey fucking mint ah, i'm really really feeling it so we'll be doing an episode about that this month i played through Mega Man 3 as a little bit of a refresher because it's one of the goats and because we have an episode coming up about that quite soon as well hint hint um and i've been playing cockers bad fur day on rare replay on my xbox one to prepare for yet another episode of the podcast Uh, And it is very, 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 very funny. I think that's going to be a really entertaining episode as well. So lots of fun. Oh, yeah. And then Slay the Spire because it's Slay the Spire and I can't stop playing it. Good enough. Let's get into the meat of the podcast this week, which is episode 109, Blades of Steel for the original NES. One of the oldest debates in gaming is what's better, ice hockey or Blades of Steel? everyone has an opinion i think i slightly prefer blades but that could be an episode all on its own that debate and they're both really fun games let's get into this thing my buddy daniel is my guest this week i'm gonna cue some music and we are gonna talk about blades of steel which originally released in north america on the nes in october of 1987 hockey's back let's talk hockey kick back relax enjoy the podcast here we go Okay, we are, uh, we're We're going to go back to uh, the great land of Canada today. We're going to embrace our Canadian heritage. I am joined via the telephone device, DeVoice, that's a good start, by uh, a very good friend of mine, an old friend of mine, returning guest to the show, Mr. Daniel Brooks. How's it going, buddy?
1: Going pretty good.
0: Yeah? Considering the world's yeah. on fire, you're doing okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, it's nice not having to wear pants. I uh, <laughs> just sit in my basement and uh, don't go outside. Beautiful.
0: That's life. That is fucking life right there. Um. so we are talking blades of steel today and this is one people have pretty well been asking for since we covered ice hockey quite a while ago and uh for whatever reason it just never found its way onto the dock and now we are finally covering it now i'm not gonna lie to you dude like i know you and i have known each other for a long time but i remember playing more super nintendo with you than classic nes did you own blades of steel
1: uh, yeah we own we own blades of steel and i think i met you kind of right when the super nintendo came out so of course that's what everybody played yeah yeah but i i i've got so many memories of playing blades of steel
0: it's one of like so okay so then i'll ask you like we'll just get the million dollar question out of the way right now because i didn't own it but i played at a time we used to rent it all the time and stuff ice hockey or blades of steel what do you prefer
1: Bl- blades of steel hands down
0: see i i do too and you it, i'm telling listen and like, listen all right if you're if you listening to the show and you're getting angry right now you're in your car and you don't punch your wife or don't you punch your husband or your kids just calm down they're both good i like ice hockey and blades of steel i like both of them i just prefer blades of steel i just i don't know what it is about it i don't know if maybe it's like the first one i played i don't know but it's just to me ice hockey is more arcadey and blades of steel is a little more simulation based does that make sense it it
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you entirely there. I I don't like ice hockey, uh, but I never played it as a kid. I played it on the uh, on the Switch online. Yeah, and and I tried, and especially right after you did the episode, I'm like, you know, what? like they said a lot of good things about this. I'm gonna give it a shot because I know there's always that debate. And no, nope, I tried, I tried. I'm like, nope, I'm just gonna sit there and hope they put Blades of Steel.
0: That's fair. No, it's like I I mean, and it's funny to call Blades of Steel more simulation based when to steal the puck from somebody you fight them and the loser gets a penalty like 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 when you say that you're like that's the oh. simulation game but i feel yeah, like it that, is kind of that is
1: not how hockey works i'm not even a big hockey guy i know that's not how hockey works not
0: at all and like it's but but like i don't know ice hockey's 4 on 4 and it's like the fat guy the skinny guy the medium you know what i mean like it's it to me blades of steel looks more realistic i actually think like to this day I don't think Blades of Steel looks awful. I, I'm not saying it looks great, but like we talked about this on the NHL Stanley Cup episode a little while ago. Sports games either age really well or they age terribly. I don't feel like there's a middle ground with sports games. You know what I mean?
1: At, at, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm not a huge sports guy, game guy, so my my comparison for lots of them. Um, but I mean, I, I remember as a kid, and, and my uncle still brings this up, they played the field, sitting down and playing and going, the graphics on this are amazing. You can see the people in the crowd. The ref has stripes on his shirt. Like, it's never going to get better than this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, I would love every, every single person that has looked at a video game in their life at some point has said, graphics will never look better than this. Probably multiple times. I know I've said it. I probably say it every generation. Like, I'm like, well, this is it. Like dude, do you remember sorry, we are gonna go back to Blades of Steel, but do you remember like the Xbox three sixty PS three era? I remember playing some of those games and being like, Look at this. My God. Yeah. And now you on play a those
1: 10 on the on the PS two. Yes. Oh, yeah. That that's always the one that sticks in my head because I remember that coming out and it being like, You can't tell the difference between the cutscene and and the gameplay. Like it's just it's realistic. Yeah. And
0: yeah. And like now if you look at those games, you're just like, I mean, it looks fine, but you're like, this doesn't look re- like PS4 and Xbox One. That's realistic. But now you see the gameplay trailers for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and you're like, that's a movie forgot. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's so hilarious to think that we thought that the NES was like, well, this is look at this. This is incredible. But, like, I'm looking at it right now. Blades of Steel looks fucking great. We just talked about NHL Stanley Cup. This game looks better than the Super Nintendo game that came out years after it.
1: Like, yeah,
0: it looks good. Uh, you're Stanley right.
1: Stanley you, Cup had a lot of
0: issues. Stanley Cup's so bad. But this game, like, you're right. I'm looking at it right now. You can see the crowd. The fucking rink is, like, it's it's, I don't know if 3D is the word, the term I'm looking for. I guess 2D is the term. But it's, like, it's angled, and you can see the whole ice, and... Like yeah. it looks great. And I, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like I know like hockey has traditionally been a top to bottom game ever since like super Nintendo and NHL 93, 94, stuff like that. Uh, I kind of like the left to right thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, same. I, I always liked it better. And, and especially when you, you switch sides and whatnot, I always found it makes more sense. Um, yeah. but I mean, you know, I mean, you watch hockey on TV, it's left to right. You watch, well, I guess say you watch it in person, but I guess technically, if you're sitting at the end zone, yeah,
0: yeah, that depends, yeah. <laughs> but no, it does. Like to me, it's left to right makes sense. It, it, it's and and it's fairer. It's fairer is the word I'm trying to say. It's more fair because, like, I know personally when I play, like NHL '94 is the one that always pops in my head. When you come to the bottom net on NHL '94, you hit the top of the circle, let a slap shot go from the boards, and it goes in like 90% of the time. But you can't do that going up. It doesn't work the same. So whoever's going yeah. down has two periods to light the goalie up, compared to the one. When it's left to right, it's equal the whole time, right? And I to me, that's a big deal. No one ever talks about that. That's a big fucking deal. That should be an option in current games to be able to go left to right if you want to.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Pick, pick, pick your camera. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be a great thing. Like I'm looking at this right now, and like you have all the circles, you got the goal lines, the net. Fuck, I love the old um mcdonald Arch's style nets like instead of the just like semi like the half curved rectangle thing they do now it's got yeah. like the old style i guess they got rid of that old style net because somebody crashed into the bottom of one of them and it had that sharp point in the middle where it came in and it like fucked somebody up really bad um,
1: well, i guess that makes sense but
0: yeah but they look so good like just looking at this on the screen i'm like this looks like early 90s hockey like, it just, like, I fucking love it. I love the way the players look. They're big. Like, ice hockey, again, is voice cartoony, the little fat players and stuff. Like, these guys look proportionally accurate, right? Like, they look like hockey players. Like, it looks like hockey to me. Yeah. I love it, man. And then, yeah. sorry, what were you going
1: to say? I was going to, it, it, that, that, that's just, like, it, it looks like watching a hockey. Like, anytime you watch, like, the old uh, clips on, on during a game and, you know, like it, it has the exact same feel as it did back in the day.
0: Yeah, it does. It just, it screams old school hockey. Like, it really does. I I I really, like, at, even NHL 94 doesn't scream old school hockey to me like eh, Blades of Steel does. There's just something about it. I don't, the ice is, like, gray. Like, it almost looks like roller hockey. Yep. It looks like they're playing on concrete. But I like that, yeah. too. Um, and then, it like, it had, like, the NHL cities, kind of. <laughs>
1: It's, yeah i'm not sure what the teams are were based on um i, I don't know either
0: yeah but it's so funny because like they picked like so obviously they didn't have an nhl players association license or nhl license because there's no actual references to the nhl in it like at all no um but it's so funny when you look i'm looking at it right now there are a total of eight teams four from canada and four from the united states each one representing Woo-hoo! a city canada that
1: gets you know you know
0: yeah, we got some love in this. Well, back then, we were winning all the Cups. That was back when we could win Cups.
1: Yeah, So now our players win them, but our <laughs> team not so much.
0: In the States, yeah, exactly. But it's like, so each of these cities represent a city that housed an NHL team at the time, and it's true. It's Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, and Edmonton, which for the Canadian cities, I can live with that. I mean, I live in Edmonton, and I'm a little surprised they didn't go with, like, Quebec City. You know what, like a bigger city than Edmonton? Cause I'm sure there's got to be a lot of players in the States that don't even know where Edmonton is. Um, yeah. But, but that's fine. But then the four American cities, you would think, like, what, if you were like, if I was just like, Daniel, name the four biggest cities in the US that you'd put in a hockey game. Like, like, what, what, like, I'm putting you on the spot kind of here, but like, can you think of the four biggest, like, if I was like, name four big cities that have hockey
1: teams? Uh, well, you got the two, you got, yeah, New York for sure, Dallas. Like, the Stars is always the one that pops in my head. Boston. uh, The the Kings.
0: Okay. So that's four. That's perfect. And New York obviously made the cut. L.A. obviously made the cut. Then they put Chicago in, which is fine. Big city is Chicago. And then they put Minnesota in. And I, like, listen minnesota has got a phenomenal fan base for hockey like they are as passionate as most canadian fans for hockey there i love it and it's rad to see that they got their team back and all that's cool and maybe they put minnesota in the game to try to sell more copies of the game in a market where they thought well hockey matters here let's put a hockey city in it <laughs> i'm floored that boston or detroit or you know what i mean like or like you said Dallas yeah. like like another like major like I just, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I know we have a lot of American listeners, and I know we have listeners that live in Minnesota, please don't yell at me, I don't fucking, I don't know your geography at all, at all, I probably couldn't find Minnesota on a map, but I'm floored that Minnesota was one of the eight teams that made the cut, I guess it has to have been because it's a hockey market, it has
1: to be, it has to be. That, that's what i to think I remember hearing rumors back in the day where it was like, the, they picked teams that the some of the developers liked. Oh, but that. they wanted the four and four and and so they all kind of like, okay, well, let's pick our four favorite Canadian teams. And but like
0: That makes sense, I, I, I suppose.
1: Yeah, so, like I, I don't know if that was the case or what. You know, I mean it came out in eighty seven, so I don't even yeah. remember which cities had, had teams back then.
0: Well, and there's the other thing, like I'm sitting here being like, How the fuck did Edmonton like and I live here, but how did Edmonton make the cut? But you gotta remember this came out during the Gretzky dynasty. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. Now I get why Edmonton I just thought of that. I'm like, yeah, Gretzky was irrelevant like that makes sense why Edmonton would make the cut here. That I get it. Um yes. but none of the teams look like their cities. No,
1: and and I think a lot of that was avoiding uh like despite the fact that it has the tournament set up kind of similar to the NHL playoff thing, they very very much we're you know avoiding any references to nhl or uh you know or anything like that they're like you know what we're not giving anybody the chance to come after us
0: has to be has to be that they were just worried about licensing because like dude i know for a fact living in edmonton i know i've mentioned it like five times but living here in edmonton i've worked with people where they try to release products with the oilers colors not the oilers logo not the name not the players just that blue orange white color like the color scheme and the Oilers have come after them for using those colors so I get that teams are protective but I remember playing this as a kid and just being like I I, I knew hockey back then and being like that's not what Montreal looks like like that's <laughs> Minnesota's not purple and white like I think they were in this game like they didn't even get close
1: yeah it's, and, and some of that might be like you, know, you had the color limitations on the Nintendo you only had eight colors I suppose,
0: yeah. That's so, yeah. Okay, fucking Professor Science. No, you're right. That's <laughs> yeah. That's probably part of it. Is they just couldn't replicate them. But I just, I always found that awesome. They never actually like. As a kid, I didn't get it. I just thought it was fun to play a hockey game. But now, as an adult, I'm like, oh no, you can't mention any of the NHL players. You you play a tournament, like you said, you can play a tournament for a cup, and they call it the cup. They don't say the Stanley yep. Cup. It doesn't look like the Stanley Cup. You just play for a cup. Uh, with eight yep. with eight hockey cities with teams that don't look anything like their like their city. I just I think it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? Listen, all you ice hockey defenders, you do the same thing. Some of the colors of the teams in that game are fucked up too. Fucking just I don't get it. I don't get it. But whatever. It's still funny. I love looking at the weird colors of their jerseys. I wish somebody would release a game like that now. I
1: yeah. don't think
0: it would sell, but I love it. Um so, okay. So, like you said, there's eight teams, and then you can either, like... That's one of the problems with vintage sports games to me all around, is, like, there's no season mode, there's no career mode, there's like which is what everybody plays, right? Obviously, there's no online back then. But it was either exhibition or tournament, and I think that was it, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was exhibition and tournament, and exhibition and... You could have one or two player. I think tournament there was only one player.
0: Right. And that was the only thing to play. Uh, yeah. And, like... I mean, I don't know how much was an NES game back in the day. You think they were like eighty bucks? I don't. I never. I don't think I ever bought myself an NES game.
1: Yeah, I, I know I didn't uh, either. I'm... Like, say I don't 80... think that, they weren't they weren't eighty, but they were definitely they were enough that you know you were lucky to get like you say frequently. You know, you you got one or two games a year, and that was kind of it.
0: Yeah. So okay, so then let's just say they're like seventy or eighty bucks. I mean, I suppose you've got no comparison because Ice Hockey didn't have a career mode either. Ice Hockey didn't even have a tournament mode, I don't think. Um, but, like, I don't know. Is it like you get this game and then, like, what do you do? Like, like do you play your own season? I guess you could do that.
1: Yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, that that's what we, we used to do is, you know, we would just play our own seasons or, you know, you'd play you'd pick your team and you'd keep playing as that team. And, you know, if you lost, then you picked a different one. Right. Um, My uncle, I remember him telling me stories like when he was in college, uh, with you know around when this came out there, and like they would have huge tournaments there and that and he that they had you know they made their own little trophy. He still has a trophy somewhere in his, uh, his basement, apparently. That's sick. You know, like yeah, they just used to make their own tournaments and seasons and. There's something to be
0: said for that. People don't do that these days where you could get a sports no. game like that and just be like, cause I know I used to write down my stats like on NHL Stanley cup and like NHL 95 and stuff. I'd write down my player stats all the time. And I guess you could have done that if you bought like a notebook and you could lay out like an actual schedule and be like tonight, Edmonton plays Minnesota or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I never even thought of that. That'd actually be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. This show is sponsored by better help. a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad, the ugly...
1: Yeah, like, there's something... Would, I, would totally I would totally do a Blade of to Steel tournament there.
0: Yeah, man. That'd be, like... There's something about old games that had limitations as far as the options they offered where you kind of had to use your imagination. And I think that today in gaming, people kind of get upset about that. They're like, I'm paying 80 bucks for a video game. I don't want to have to use my imagination to see what this game is supposed to be. But back then, we did. And it was there's something cool about that, no? I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe that's just me. Well, I, I like that idea.
1: Yeah. No, no, I I loved it back then, and and you know, like you'd have three or four or five friends over, and you'd be like, you know, cheering each other. You'd have so you'd have half the people not even playing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then it's like, yeah, 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 get him, get him, get him, fucking score! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And now you just sit on the couch and play NHL twenty with your friends online, and never see anybody and don't make a sound. But yeah. like that's magic. So then another thing this game does that I, that. I hate to keep comparing it to ice hockey, but you have to, they're just joined at the hip. There's no way you don't, uh, this game's five on five. Yep. And I'm, I, I, I do not, maybe it's a technical limitation. I don't get, why is it ice hockey five on five? Like I don't understand. I never understood how you couldn't have five on five. And I don't get it just weird to me. It's gotta be five on five. Yeah. So, but but now it was only five on five until somebody lost a fight
1: yeah well now yeah
0: and that's what people yeah, so, are waiting for that's the best part of this game in my opinion
1: i, I the fights were crazy and i actually i, I looked up a year or so ago about because the fights always seemed to be kind of like sometimes you bump somebody and it would be a fight and sometimes it wouldn't be and apparently you had to bump somebody three times without them passing the puck yeah to start the fight
0: yeah i just read but, that yeah too. and then
1: it's. Yeah, and then you know you, you do the fight and you know and loser gets dragged off and which is not how fight penalties work. No, no, uh, for for anyone that wants to be nitpicky about the rules. Yeah, um, but you you could get it down to I think like five on two or five on I think you can get it all the way down to five on one.
0: Yeah, you can. That's the best part uh, is that you could. So yeah. the loser of the fight gets a penalty. The winner gets the puck which is phenomenal. Like NHL Blitz or something should come back and put that rule in because that's sick. And like you said, you keep getting penalties. And that's the only penalty you can get is for fighting. And it's for losing a fight. That's the only rule is no losing fights. And if you have four guys lose fights on your team, then you have to play five on one. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but if you had a fight too close to the net then it became a penalty shot
0: then it was a penalty shot right oh man yeah how the fuck is that not how hockey is today that would be the greatest thing in the world five yeah. on one and then you pick a fight near the the, the 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 net and then it results in a penalty shot that's so sick oh fuck yeah and then it would go to the oh man it would go to the fight screen. And, like, the fight looked rad, but the two players would both throw their gloves down, and then they'd each have yeah, the five the hits. And,
1: and then do that, and then it was punch high or punch low.
0: Yeah, and block high or block low. Yeah. And it almost became, like, rock, paper. And, like, I don't know about you, I never uh, applied any form of strategy. It was just mash, punch, mash, punch, and try to hit it five times before the other yeah, guy did.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Be- beating a computer was usually pretty easy. Beating other people, I don't know of other people. Like, um, you know, my buddy, our buddy Rob, Uh, Always kicks my ass at the fight.
0: (laughs) That's the best. I love that concept. Like that, it goes to like because like again, ice hockey didn't have the fights, and I don't understand. Like fights are like, admittedly, in twenty twenty. I if I mean, and I'm a I'm a hockey fan my whole life. If they came out tomorrow and banned fighting in the NHL, I wouldn't necessarily vote for it, but I wouldn't be upset either. Like I could take or leave fighting today because I don't want to see anyone get hurt.
1: I love a good hockey fight. I I um. Obviously your your uh your listeners don't know. I, I work at uh the saddle dome here in Calgary. Um so and you know, watching the hockey fights is one of my favorite parts.
0: Oh, they're yeah, good hockey fights phenomenal. Like I mean I don't like like I say, I could take or leave it because I love watching them. I just you know, now that we know more about concussions and stuff like that, it's just scary, right? And and the oh, yeah, after now there's
1: so many there's so many rules about them and yeah. This and that and-
0: Yeah, they have to take off each other's helmets and stuff like that. And but like but back then, like in, in Blades of Steel, I love that it's just you tee off, it's first one to five hits, and like, dude, when you get down to like one or two hits left each, panic starts to set in because you're like, fuck, I yeah. do not want to end up in the box, which is the penalty. That's the best part is they don't both yeah. get a penalty, just the guy that just got his ass kicked. And then when you lose the fight, the winner skates off with the puck Well, the referee drags your body to the penalty box.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the ref comes out, skates, skates at it. Like the only thing the ref does. Yes, it
0: is. He draw yeah, he, dry, yeah, he did. and he just and I love that your body looks like you're dead. And it goes like uh and then he just drags him up to the penalty box, and then he's fine sitting in the penalty box. That's the greatest thing in the world. I fucking oh I can't stress the, the, to you guys those, how much I love sound that.
1: Effect, that's that's one of the other things I love about this game is it had those sound bites. Like it it had the when you first turn it on and you get that blade of steel. Yeah. Ding. Bro, that, that shit was revolutionary. Um, yeah, the 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 ah uh, when you lose the fight, uh, the face off, and uh, whatever. I, I always hear it as hit the pass. Apparently, it's supposed to be get the pass.
0: Yeah, I looked that up right, right before the show because I always thought it was it's a pass. Um, yeah, and I'm reading it right now. The NES passing soundbite is garbled and has been interpreted as with the pass, it's the pass, hit the pass but the arcade passing bite clearly is audible and confirms the phrase as get the pass. Who
1: the fuck says get the pass? Yeah, I mean, I hear hit the pass and that's not the most logical either, but...
0: To me, that's more with the pass, it's the pass, and hit the pass all make more sense than get the pass. Yeah. Like with the pass and it's a pass make complete sense. To me, hit the pass means that you made it, like it, you connected, but get the pass, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. but uh you're right, dude, I, like i I'm completely talking out of my ass right now because I don't know. I don't know if there was another NES game before this that had talking like this
1: I, I, I don't think so. like sound like you got the, like the chip tunes um, music, and that was kind of the best it. I don't remember a game before this that had uh, had vocal clips.
0: I don't think I could name five NES games that have them now yeah but that now that might be because people played blades of steel and had no idea what the fuck they were saying like maybe well, that
1: was <laughs> well that's, that's the only one that's garbled though like the blade of Steel, the face off the fight which i put on par with the you know fight for mortal Kombat or something yeah uh like they're all clearable it's just the hit the pass get the pass one that that is garbled yeah all the rest of them it, it, it's perfectly clear
0: it's very surprising to me because, like, the, to me, like, when you play the NES, if you look at games that came out near the end of the NES's life cycle, and I'm talking stuff like, I mean, the Super Mario 3, but even that wasn't too close to the end, but stuff like Kirby's Adventure really fucking pushes the NES to its limits. So does Mega Man 6, so does Little Samson, yeah. if you've never played these games. Blades of Steel, to me it really looks like a game that came out closer to the end. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it looks like it was right near the end of the life cycle and it's not.
1: Yeah. Like I, I, I think they purposely, cause I mean, the graphics are very simple. Like they're, they're really good and you know, best graphics ever that ref's got strikes, but they're also very simple and it definitely let them focus on improving other areas.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, Cause it doesn't chug that much either. Cause it does stuff like the player with the puck flashes, like they yeah. have a star in Mario or something, and uh, yeah. like. But the game doesn't really chug. Like I'm thinking of Kirby's Adventure. That game slows to a fucking crawl when you play it. Uh, yeah. This game runs pretty smooth. And you're right. Like I'm looking at it right now. It's gray ice with the basic circles. The crowd doesn't really move. You can see them. But they don't like do anything. And
1: uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's you not get the camera flash every once in a while. I think, and that's like you know where. It's yeah just between two frames or something uh, you know but yeah. yeah it's
0: they really they really like what's the word i'm looking for um efficiently used what they had as far as memory and stuff goes and uh i like yeah. it dude it looks good and dude i fucking forgot daniel it has the uh the mini game in the in the intermission
1: that that was yeah your, your i think it was the second like the first intermission comes in they uh, they they skate back into the tunnels which is already pretty cool yeah and then yeah they come out they switch sides and then yeah the second intermission you either got the the Konami, Konami ads uh, you know uh, or it had the the mini game, the greatest or whatever it was mini game.
0: Yeah, I fucking love that. Yeah, oh man, because it would show the I'm looking it up right now. It would show yeah the Konami ads for like Contra or some of their other games and stuff. And it was so disappointing yeah. when all you got to watch was the ad, because you're like oh, but then when you got to play that mini game, that shit was the best. Like that's a yeah, big I, thing.
1: I, yeah, I love that. I mean, admittedly that that polar bear in the in the ads one I kind of like, but.
0: Yeah, but you want to play after you've seen them once or twice. Then you want to play. Oh, yeah. But that's a great dude. Those are the things. Whenever I rant about games and how I love when when the developers just go that extra mile to put a little bit more, you know, a little bit of extra meat on the bone, that's the shit I'm talking about. That's a big deal. Because all you'd have to do for an intermission is fucking, like, again, I'm sorry, Ice Hockey, but it shows the Zambonis and that's it. And that's all they'd have to do here is the players skate around, they show the Zambonis, they come back out, you keep playing. That's all they'd have to do.
1: That's and, it. and nobody would complain if that's all they did, you know? It's like okay, you know, it's the intermission. I, you know, take a step of my, my pop and and get ready for the next round. Yeah, like for the Although, developers, it always suck for second player if it was the uh, the mini game one because you know only <laughs> yeah. first player got to play it.
0: Yeah, well, that's what the little brothers get. They can fucking watch. Well, yeah, screw that. Nobody really care about that. No, they suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, like that's dude. Developers, any any developer out there, even if your game sucks. Like players notice those little things, right? Like I'm on their Wikipedia page right now for blades of steel and that comes up. So like, and I'm not saying blades or Wikipedia is like the fucking be all of all, but like clearly somebody thought enough of it to be like, I'm going to mention this in the, in the Wikipedia. Like people remember that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like that little extra love and they paid somebody, somebody put the time into developing that intermission show. Right. I don't know how long it takes. Maybe it took a day. I don't fucking know. But the point is, they, they, they put that little extra thing in there. They didn't advertise it anywhere. It wasn't on the box or it wasn't like with intermission action or anything like that. And I really appreciate that stuff.
1: Yeah, same here. I, I like little touches. It doesn't matter if it's a movie, if it's, uh, if it's a game. You know, I like little touches. You know, I watch, I will rewatch movies that are, aren't great because there's funny shit happening in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh like the second and third How to Train Your Dragon movies I, I are ones I always point out because you can mute that movie and just watch it in the background and be happily entertaining you, if you don't like the actual movie.
0: Yeah, man. I'm a diehard old school Simpsons fan, and I'm rewatching them all on Disney Plus right now. And the amount of little extra jokes you catch, like a a sign for a business or a commercial or a book cover or something, I love that yeah. type of shit. And this is like Again, to put that in a video game is fucking rad. And the fact that it is playable and fun. My only complaint is I wish that it had been like an option on the main screen that you could just choose to play that mini game if you wanted to.
1: <laughs> but, yeah.
0: But that's minor. That's oh, and a minor. And if you
1: thing. could tr- control how long the 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 periods were because sometimes they felt really short.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never like dude, every sport game ever should give you the chance to like the option to play a realistic Whatever, like, amount of quarter or half or period or whatever, or to speed them up. Like, that should just be like gaming 101. You should have that option.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, per- you know, period, period length, 5, 10, 20 minutes.
0: And then I'm trying to think, like, the only other things this game had is I know it had icings, which icings suck, but whatever. And then it had, I think it went to a shootout if it was tied, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. If it was tied, it, uh, you did the shootout, which was the exact same setup as the penalty shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you had your player facing the goalie and then you picked one of the four or sorry, five, uh, corners and, uh, fizzle. And then, I mean, it was basically a guessing game on the goalie part.
0: Yeah. Right. Just like a soccer, like a soccer shootout, but in hockey. So yeah, I love it, dude. I can still hear like when you score and you hear that like faint whistling like that. I can't do it, but like, I'm going to put it in this episode if I can find it somewhere um ah fuck i have so many memories of this game blades of steel i'm not saying it's great i'm not it's not great it's fine it's fun frankly if you want to play an old school hockey game i would suggest playing like nhl 94 before you played ice hockey or blades of steel um but i feel like blades of steel takes a lot of shit because it's not ice hockey and i don't care what anybody says they're both good but blades of steel is better
1: oh absolutely i uh like i i still because i have my old Wii backed up onto my uh my wii u um which is in a box somewhere but uh, you know like i've gone back to play it i brought it out to my uncle's uh, when i went to visit a few years ago and we just we spent hours playing blades of steel um but one of my favorite memories is it was right after not long after the wii came out and uh, i got one i may or may not have overpaid for it uh, and i was living in an apartment with a buddy and then like two two apartments down on the same floor we had some other friends and so my roommate was over there and uh, i was just going to visit on the uh virtual store and i just texted my buddy i'm like hey guess guess what's on the virtual store and all i could hear is a door tunk, thunk thunk, thump 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 our door he's like please seal?"
0: <laughs> that's awesome fuck yes yeah dude these old games they just like these old sports games just get cult followings that like no it, i'm telling you all right now I know it's because it's an annualized release, but like in 10 more years, nobody is going to be like, fuck, remember NHL 18? That game was the best. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just no memories for them now because they're annualized. They come out every year. Same as like a Madden. Nobody remembers Madden 15, but everybody remembers Tech Mobile. And everybody remembers NHL... Or not NHL Stanley Cup. Nobody should remember that game. But everybody remembers Blades of Steel and ice hockey and stuff. These old sports games. They just... When they were fun, they've aged so much that they're still playable today. It's fucking rad, man. Oh.
1: No, absolutely.
0: So happy we got yeah. to cover Blades of Steel. Before we score this thing, Daniel, and wrap this bad boy up, you got any last thoughts on the old BOS there?
1: It It is probably one of the few games that when I hear that opening uh that where you got the word sliding in and that blades of I it it gets it gets, you know, my heart pounding and I just I'm I'm back in that, you know, eight year old, nine year old itself just remembering that. And it's more than any other opening game, like it just had that definitive Uh, I mean, I I love the opening music for so many games as a kid, but there's something about this one that always strikes me.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. If I heard that opening today, like walking down the street, it would get me to stop and be like, oh, fuck, what's going on over there? Like, I'd have to go and look. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. How the fuck are we going to score this? There's eight teams. Let's do that. There's eight teams in Blades of Steel. So on a scale of one to eight teams, how many teams would you give Blades of Steel for the Nintendo Entertainment System and other stuff later?
1: Uh, I'd
0: probably go seven teams Because fuck Minnesota Uh, We have listeners there We're going to hear about this Uh, I'm going to go Yeah, I'll go six I'll go six teams It's good I refuse to count Toronto Because I fucking hate them Uh, And fuck Vancouver too The Leafs and the Canucks Can suck my ass so I'll go six. But it's a good game. I'm telling you. I don't know how readily available it is today unless you've got a Wii U sitting around where you could get it or whatever. I don't even know if it's on the Wii U virtual console. It might have been on the Wii one to port over, like you said.
1: It was on the Wii one for sure. I don't know if it was on the Wii U one and uh And I don't I, I hope it becomes available on uh On Nintendo Online. Me
0: too. Like I wonder if the reason it's not because there's no. I can't imagine there's any licensing. There's no licenses. I have to imagine. Yeah, there's
1: there's no licensing, and I think they like like we said earlier. I'm pretty sure that was the intentional, and that's why you don't have the colors, you don't have the logo, or or, you know, it's not the Stanley Cup. Yeah, just keep your nose. There's no licensing to play. It's old enough that you don't have likenesses.
0: Yeah, it's got to be just. It's got to just be. It might just be the simple fact that I'm pretty confident that any Nintendo owns ice hockey so they can put ice hockey on the Nintendo Online, that they probably figure more people want to play anyway, and they don't have to pay any kind of rights fee to get their hands on Blades of Steel. That might be
1: all it is. Yeah, who knows? I don't Either know. Maybe way. Konami's a dick.
0: Maybe. Well, they are, but I don't know. Could just be one more game lost to the annals of time. But Blades of Steel, it's the best. I really like Blades of Steel. Uh, fucking good job, buddy. Thanks a lot for doing this with me, man. I really appreciate
1: it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, cheers. <laughs>
0: That's going to do it for this week's episode. Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking a little bit of Blades of Steel with me. And to all of you, so, so, so valuable. I fucked this outro right up, but I'm not restarting it over. We're just going to go through again. Thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the show and talking Blades of Steel with me. And to all of you people listening to my voice right now, which is what I was trying to say the first time, thank you so, so much for partaking in this little Remember the Game experiment of ours. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe or leave us a good review or tell a friend. Any of those things would be really, really nice and helpful. We've got some new reviews lately and they're I don't know what they accomplish, but they feel really nice to me. Uh, and if you're really enjoying the show and you want more of it, I'm begging you, please consider giving us a, sh- a shot on Patreon. You can sign up right now. You can cancel it by September 1st if you only want to pay $2 and that 2 bucks is going to get you 37 extra episodes and counting. This Sunday we'll be ranking the best or I should say my favorite, it's very subjective but I'll be ranking NES games and getting some of your rankings in as well, plus you can still vote on our Patreon poll It runs Still Friday Night help pick the games we cover on the show, don't sleep on that, get in on that. That'll do it for this week's episode, I'll be back on Sunday with episode 20 of Expansion Pass, ranking the best NES games ever, and I'll be back next week with episode 110 of Remember the Game, and I have no idea what game it'll be about yet, but I'll have something for you guys on Wednesday, I promise. In the meantime wash your hands, clean your controllers, look out for giant hornets, be nice to each other, do all that other stuff and i'll talk to you guys again in a few days bye remember the game is brought to you by our patreons and i'd like to take a moment to thank everybody who has taken time to support our show at patreon.com slash remember the game so a massive thank you to Aaron Cup Hall, Adam Anderson, Alex, Alex Martinez, Andre, Andrew Castro, Andrew Halep, chuck Andrew Wright, Andy Baker, April Zane, batter Barhumi, Bearded XP, Ben Bouliou, Ben Boucha, Ben Drinkin, Bradley McHugh, Brandon O'Brien, Brian McKay, Bullfrog, Charlie M., Chris Campbell, Chris Flurry, Chris Wilson, Chuck Schlarp, Corey, Craig Kilcup, Crash Band Acquitted, Curtis White, Dan T., Dave L., Dave McG, Dave Thompson, Desert Tortoise, Duhau, Doug Dorn, Dustin L, Dylan, Eric Cannard, Evan Refuse, Frazier Burns, Gary C, Jin and Chris, James Clark, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jeffrey Mathis, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, Kate Roberts, Casey Rarick, Keegan Wilson, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hufford, Cryptovox, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Lord Egbert, Luca, Mackenzie Wheeler, Mark McHugh, Mark 209, Matt Brown, Michael Mathis, Nathan W., Nick Sills, No Juan Cares, Rex, Robert Fuchsia, Robert L., Rome 21, Scott V., Sean Razine, Sharonic, Slick Rick, Stupid Monkey, the Bevins Girls, the Matthews Kids, Todd O, Tony, Tyler, Vladstein, and Wyman Brooks. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. Take it easy. Cheers.